Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and I want to say thank you for hanging out with us on Halloween. Happy Halloween to everyone that is celebrating. Uh, this is a joyous day for a lot of people. Halloween, one of my favorite holidays of the year. I don't dress up uh, like I used to. Um, you know, we used to get a lot of kids and I would dress up to give the candies and, you know, no, no kids anymore. We hardly get any trick. We even stopped buying candy because we would be stuck with bags of it. And what happens when you're stuck with bags of candy, you eat it, which is something I don't want to do because I'm at my prime weight of 209 pounds and I'm trying to get to 200. I like cake, so I don't think that's ever going to happen, but at least <laughs> I'm in good shape. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, not only are we here for 90 minutes on a holiday, but we're also giving away four $50 gift cards for the amount of $200. Uh, that's right. Mrs. Mrs. Boom and I wanted to celebrate Halloween and give our version of trick-or-treats to four winners, two of which are going to be channel members, and the other two are going to be given away for anyone that's in the chat on the second half of today's show. We have an outstanding amount of news I mean, listen, you saw the headline. Is Project CD Red, or CD Project Red going to be purchased by Sony? Well, I mean, it's unlikely, sure, but could it happen? Yes, it actually could happen, and it would be a big deal for PlayStation. The only question would be is whether or not they would make things exclusive, which if you're asking my opinion, the answer is, yeah, I kind of think that they would for a multitude of reasons. Um, but you know what? Listen, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about what Square Enix recently had to say, folks. I got to be honest with you. Um, that company is a conundrum. Um, they have done everything in their power to put themselves out of business. I mean, they got rid of Crystal Dynamics. They got rid of, uh, of Edios Montreal. They've been trimming the fat here, there, and everywhere. And then they go out making a, make a statement in their own home territory that says... The Japanese market is no longer sufficient enough for them. I mean, folks, I, I don't know about so much about that. And uh, we're going to get to another opening topic, uh, one of which that is, you know, started out in the land of the rising sun. I'm talking about Metal Gear Solid potentially coming back. I got a story from VGC we're going to be talking about. But let's get into the introductions first. Web Dave, first of all, thank you so much for that outstanding intro that you have uh, produced by yourself for today's show. How are you, man? Welcome. I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. I'm really excited to be here. It's going to be great. I got my uh, Hellfire Club t-shirt on. I'm ready for Strange Things uh, on big screen tonight. We're going to be, we do it up really big here at the, at the, at the, uh, at the Web Dave household. I'll, uh, I'll shoot up a video later on Twitter, but it's, uh, it gets, gets crazy here. I'm, I'm so excited. Great show, man. Let's, let's get into it. Yes. Yeah, again, uh, thank you for being here, brother. I can't wait to see uh, that giant screen is like like drive-in theater uh, size. Uh, I've seen it uh, on pictures, and I would be the first one lining up with a chair to hang out at the uh, Web Dave household. Uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, brother, how are you, man? Welcome, and uh, man, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, thanks for having me here. And man, it's such a such a great day. <laughs> Although the kids are kind of starting off to a weird start, they had a, a safe to say alert at their school, so no school oh, for no. today for them. So um, I guess early trick or treating, <laughs> but they're they're a little on their older side. But man, outside of that, gaming wise, it it a lot of cool topics tonight. And man, I I, I kind of. 
I kind of want to see if this this uh you know CD Project Red deal you know hopefully you know we'll we'll see how it goes but that would be like a Connect Four block move <laughs> if Sony does that against uh you know Xbox with the Western RPGs and stuff but man let's, let's it's going to be an interesting <laughs> conversation and again it is a rumor uh, take mm-hmm. this with a monster grain of salt uh, I I did pull a couple of stories that was reporting on it and exactly who said it. Uh, they have been wrong in the past, but they've also been right in the past as well. I also pulled a story from VGC uh, from about a year ago where they said that uh, CD Projekt Red was uh, prime for an acquisition. Uh, and I'll break that story down once we get to that. But uh, uh, Crazy Lou Gaming, you're off camera. Uh, are you going to be on camera? And are you dressed as uh, a ghoul or a ghost is my question. Hmm. Should I get on camera? Maybe I should, right? Since it's sure. Halloween and, no, and nobody can say that I can't dress up. So, yes, I am dressed up and ready to go today. Let's go. Let's have some fun on this show. I would say that he's dressed up as somebody from Channel on Channel. Uh, what was that game for the Dreamcast? Channel number five? Is that what it was? What do you want me to do? Dress a dragon? Hula? <laughs> I love it. Uh, Dave, you're yeah, web, uh, um, you know, crazy Lou, you're always uh, fun for a party. Uh, how, how are you feeling, brother? And, and are you excited for today's topics? Oh man, today's gonna be fire, and man, I'm feeling good. I can't wait to jump on that CD Project Red topic. Hmm, he, 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 man, I'm super excited to be here today with you guys, and let's have some fun. Yeah, and happy yeah. Halloween to everybody. Well, you know what? Let, let's let's get right into uh, the one that I'm I'm very excited to talk about, and this this just comes to the way this comes the way of us from, of course, uh, VGC, uh, one of my favorite places to get news, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this was written by Jordan Midler, uh, and of course, the uh, it's about Metal Gear Solid. Uh, and uh, if if I'm a betting kind of a guy, and I'm really not, considering the way that Silent Hill has come back in the form of multiple games by multiple developers, uh, one of the bigger franchises that I would dare say uh, would, and again, you can agree or disagree, is I I would say that besides Castlevania, besides uh, Silent Hill, and those are two big ones, uh, Metal Gear Solid is no slouch. Uh, Known specifically as a Sony or a PlayStation title, it has been for years uh, it is not. It wouldn't surprise me in the least uh, that this game is getting remade. Potentially, I, I would love to see a Resident Evil Two or Final Fantasy Seven esque type of remake for this classic. I mean, for me personally, you know, I've been gaming for well over forty years, and in my top five of all time, folks, is Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation One. Um, I've beaten that game over a dozen times. Uh, I thought that the, uh, the 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 somewhat remake, if you will, that came out on the uh, GameCube is and was uh, fantastic. Um, but I would love to see a Resident Evil Two specifically kind of remake where um, you 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 do get the story, but it is somewhat reimagined a bit to kind of make it fresh and new, not to follow uh, a paint by numbers kind of a thing. Well, according to VGC. Uh, and the headline article is a virtuous re- uh, recruitment video could be hinting at a Metal Gear Solid project. And according to the story, folks, the Chinese studio uh, re- was reported uh, to be working on a Metal Gear Solid remake with Konami. And uh, the, the article goes on to say 
that a new recruitment video posted by Chinese studio uh, Virtuous uh, uh, prominently features a reference to Metal Gear Solid amidst reports that the company has been handed the license. Now, yes, this is a studio in China. The name of the studio is Virtuous. That's V-I-R-T-U-O-S. I've personally never heard of them, but I can say that, um, you know, this this would be a big deal for gaming. Um, Solid Snake uh, is someone that is synonymous with gaming, at least for me. I, I, I consider uh, Snake to be up there with the Marios and the Master Chiefs and the God of War and the Kratos. Um, you know, we haven't seen a, a, a new Metal Gear Solid in quite some time. A Metal Gear Solid 5 released. A lot of people loved it. I was one of them. A lot of people didn't like it. Um, they thought it was too open world. Um, it was too many things to do. And even though I somewhat agree a little bit because the game got away from me, I did beat the game and I quite enjoyed it. Um, listen, we know that Castlevania is being worked on in the background. I, and it's going to be a traditional one. That's the rumor for quite some time. We know Silent Hill's coming back in a big way. Metal Gear Solid, it's time. Uh, you know, let's go to Web Dave first on this. Dave, this is again, it's it's a rumor, but it's mm-hmm. a rumor from someone that we trust. VGC usually doesn't uh, report rubbish. Uh, do you want to see Metal Gear Solid come back in a big way? And 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 here's the question, folks, because this is an Xbox show, right? Let's so we have to talk about Xbox. This is one of those projects that I, I i understand phil spencer doesn't like holding content back from the gaming world right that's that's his shtick and we have right. to respect that he wants everyone to play but again seeing how sony locked up for one year the silent hill 2 remake and again listen i could wait a year it's not, it's not going to be a problem granted that it is a year and they don't pull a final fantasy 7 on us right um I would like to see Phil Spencer and company get behind this one. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't want to lock it up, get this into Game Pass. Drop the bag because this is this is a big game. And if it's done right, it is going to be a headliner. What are your thoughts on the remake? But more specifically, should Xbox lock this up as either a Game Pass title or even go as far as to lock it up for a year exclusive? Pull a page out of Sony's book. Love well, it. What I would say that they definitely at least get it into Game Pass. I think that would be if they had an exclusive uh, deal with it for a while. I think that would be great because you know somebody else's uh, money hadding everything. So no matter you know, because you feel sorry for they they don't have anything and they're you know they're going to be closed up shop here real soon. That'd be Sony. So you know, so they they definitely uh, hunt for this. If if this is something that's available, they're going to be out there trying to get it. Um, I, I, I exclusive would be great, but um, I I think Game Pass would just really, even if it's just for a limited time, uh, like six months when it first comes out, a day and date would be absolutely all. They could pay good money because they have. Lots and lots of it, over $90 billion in cash that's not spent yet that they can use to get something like this to really, you know, help fill in the gaps. A game, you know, that's established that would be, you know, fantastic for, for all of us. You know, of course, the original creator, 
uh, Kojima probably won't have anything to do with it, unfortunately. But uh, but he's got people, you know, that worked under him, be hired and acquired, you know, to work on this game. So I think that the, it, it's a it's a no brainer uh, for them to do this for them to for them to at least put out the ad. Like it to be an exclusive for a while, sure. Would I want it to be a permanent exclusive? No, I don't think it's necessary. You know, I, I think that the soft is better than that. So, but but at least you know, get us something. And it was like you know, a year from now or a console exclusive. Uh, I would be I would be I would be very disappointed, you know. Uh, for you know, for these other games. So, I but, mean, listen, you, know. you make a lot of sense. Real quick, uh, I'm not sure whether you noticed mm-hmm. that you are botting a bit, so you might want to drop out oh. and drop back in, Dave, uh, because uh, every time you stop, it seems like it's it's botting just a tad. All right, I will try that. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah no, no, don't, don't don't be sorry, brother. These things happen, so don't sweat it. We'll get you. We'll get you back here in in, in a second. Fuzzy, again, not the mm-hmm. biggest topic of the of the day for sure, um, but. Uh, we've been hearing about um, uh, a Metal Gear Solid remake for quite some time, for a couple of years now. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, the, the original story was that Blue Point <laughs> was going to do it. Uh, and we know Blue Point does remakes really well. In fact, they, they do them so well that Sony purchased them. Uh, yeah. And I thought that was a great that was a great buy for Sony. Uh, they they've worked with Sony for so many years. It makes perfect sense that uh, they would acquire them. And, and they they ultimately did. Um, but you know, again, according to the story from VGC, um, Virtuous is has been handed uh, the license um, by Konami. Now, again, uh, this is you know it, it is a rumor because you know Virtuous has not come out and actually said it. Um, but uh, uh, an employee at Virtuous had claimed uh, before it's working on an unannounced AAA action adventure game remake following. The report from VGC, where Metal, uh, where the Metal Gear Solid license was handed to them. I don't know, man. What What are your thoughts on this? Um, well, like kind of like what Dave was hinting to. You You know, a certain platform is going to you know be all in on trying to get at least a years of uh, exclusivity to it and stuff. But uh, it, it's cool that Konami is finally realizing that they can make money via their IPs that they just don't have the developing uh, teams to, to work on. Um, kind of like, you know, in a way we see uh, Disney licensing, you know, Marvel and, and Star Wars and a few other IPs. Uh, Konami should have been doing this all along, but um, the fact that they're doing it now, it, it's, it's, it's just the right timing, I guess you could say in, in so many words, but uh, the, the one you know, fear or concern would be, okay, it's a one-year exclusivity. I'm going to have to buy it on PlayStation or, you know, PC, unless I want to wait to, you know, purchase it or play it on my, uh, my Xbox, my, my preferred ecosystem as, as you will call it. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool that Konami's doing that. I hope that they dig into the crates of some of their other older IPs as well and, and do the same. But, uh, you know, Silent Hill, I think uh, they, they saw the response from, from gamers that have been calling for it for almost, it feels like a decade or more. But, um, you know, a Metal Gear Solid uh, remake. Yeah, I, w- I would love to see it. And who knows, maybe, 
Virtuous uh, or Virtuo Studios, uh, you know, maybe uh, in, in all the trips that Phil makes, you know, around the world and reaching out to devs in, in, in China now, uh, maybe this might be one he can actually strike up a deal type of deal, uh, some sort of deal as, as far as for either, whether it be timed exclusivity or at least, you know, day and date and game pass. That would be pretty sweet as well. But yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. You know what? It's, I mean, here's the thing. It, it for me, look, folks, I, this, I run three Xbox shows per week. So obviously, my alliance or my favorite console or platform of choice is Xbox. That's no, I mean, I support everything, but I like Xbox for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Though I've always um, equated, if you will, uh, Silent Hill um, and Metal Gear Solid with, uh, with PlayStation. For me, um, Castlevania has always been a Nintendo thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like that, obviously, anymore. Um, but I, I would love to see Microsoft um, use the power of money because that's what it is, right? They're trying to get into markets that have been very difficult in the past, right? Final Fantasy is locked up with PlayStation. That's a fact. Nothing that square, and we're going to get into Square Enix because I, I got to be honest with you, I'm so disappointed with leadership there. I don't know if they're trying to put themselves out of business or set themselves up to be purchased by somebody, but my God, they're making the wrong choices here. Um, but I, I would love to see Microsoft get ahead of something as momentous as a remake of Metal Gear Solid. It is an iconic brand. It is an iconic game. And if you're trying to get into China, if you're trying to get into Japan, if you're trying to get into the Asian market, with xCloud or cloud uh, cloud gaming as they call it oh and, and you want to sell consoles you want to sell your series s and they're doing really well man talk about being able to add some oomph to your push into this region that has notoriously for decades put you on the pay no mind list uh, crazy little gaming what what are your thoughts on this is is this a priority move for microsoft to, to uh, potentially even if the uh, get it into Game Pass, because I've always said this, the exclusive may not be the title, but Game Pass is Microsoft's exclusive weapon because it allows for us as gamers to play games at a discount because it's in a service that we pay for. What are your thoughts on this, Crazy Lou? Man, I mean, if they if they can grab and put it in Game Pass Day 1, I'll be super excited. I'll be, I'll be really happy that I actually did that. It's a, it's a huge title, and I think, yes, they should go and grab it and just put it on Game Pass. I mean, they don't have to sign this exclusivity deal because why? Since Microsoft is trying to send a message that they don't want to take on favorite franchises away and stuff like that, you know, from other players. So it would be pretty good and pretty nice if we see it drop into Game Pass day one. So us on the Expo side, you know, could be super happy and really enjoy this game just for the price it is, you know, in Game Pass price, $15, right, a month? So, yeah, if Microsoft just by doing that is really going to get people, you know, to hop into Game Pass and, and subscribe and play that game because it's actually one of the biggest titles in, in, in gaming history. Like you said, it's 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 a game that you can compete against God of War and all those other titles because Metal Gear has made its name. Snake has made its name. So, yes, totally agree, totally happy that if they actually do get it and actually to put it in Game Pass, they won. That would be pretty exciting. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think it would be very exciting. Uh, it, it, it would also move the needle, so to yes. speak. Oh, Dave is sitting right here the whole time. I'm just like, on another screen. Dave, <laughs> welcome back, brother. Welcome. How you doing? Hopefully uh, you're, you're... Yeah, you're, let me know. Uh, cable yeah, it sounds apparently good. came sounds undone, so yeah. sorry about that. No, no, yeah. no, no. Don't, don't be sad. But, but I got a question for you. Which Metal Gear do you think they're going to make a remake of? Because I heard this is going to be um, Metal Gear 3. I or hope not. Gonna... I'd be very disappointed if it was. I'm gonna be two honest. Two is one of my favorites. One or two. I I like two because it's the introduction of Raiden, but we were forgazied uh, because we thought yeah. it was gonna be uh, Snake that we were gonna use from the opening. Uh, if you don't remember, he was on the George Washington Bridge in New York, uh, is where how it opened, which is awesome. Uh, being a you know a New Yorker, that for me that was a big deal. But we were uh, we were forgazied uh, because it wound up being that we only used Snake. For I don't know, twenty minutes 20. of the game, and yeah. and after that it was all Raiden. And at that time, Raiden wasn't the cool Raiden that we know and love um, from you know like Metal Gear Rising. Like that's oh. a game that if you never played, my God, what a Oof. what a masterpiece! And that was Platinum Games, mind you. Uh, and Platinum Games at their absolute finest, and I believe it's backwards compatible. So if you've never played. Uh, Metal Gear Rising, I'm here to tell you, if you want your fix uh, and you want to see, I mean, like a badass Raiden, wow, that game is worth your time. It's probably pennies to the dollar you pick it up for. I highly recommend if you're into playing, quote unquote, you know, old games, because that's all Xbox players do, apparently, um, you you should consider it because it, it's... It, it's it would be i'm telling you it's it's worth your money um but uh listen that is topic number one now uh when i answer crazy loose question he asked very simply is what do we want this remake to be for me it's got to be a metal gear solid one only because uh that's where it started for the playstation one uh for me it's in my top five games of all time and uh, i would love to see that uh you know remade but also slightly reimagined the same way they did resident evil 2 resident evil 2 had a lot of the same original greatness but it added a few extra things in there fuzzy what, what what's your answer to crazy loose question which metal gear solid do you want to see remade i, I think one so that way you reintroduce the series to uh, a whole new line of gamers that may not have you know played any of the previous Metal Gears or any Metal Gears prior. So I, I think doing a reboot from the start is is the kind of the way to go and start with one and, you know, see how well it does. And then, you know, bring that franchise back afterwards, because I'm pretty sure people are ready to, to, you know, dive right back in. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And uh, crazy low for you. I mean, uh, what, what do you what would you pick? What is what is your top favorite uh, Metal Gear? Number one, number okay. one. I mean, I would love to see number one get remade completely. You know, remade like 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 it, like Resident Evil Two got its treatment. I would love to see that in Metal Gear Solid One. That would be dope. Yeah. Yes, it would. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and and uh, Web Day for you. What what which of the Metal Gear franchise jumps off the page you'd love to see remade? I'd love to see one remade if they, like you said, reimagined it. I mean, because it's basically an overhead type you know type game than one is not, not not that one i'm not talking about the not the nes i'm talking about for the playstation 
Oh, okay. Is, All right. is that is that what you're is, you want? Well, to see yeah, the, but it still kind of a, it still has some overhead type stuff. It does, to it, especially think. when uh, in some of the some of the missions it brings the camera all the way out. Yeah. But I really like a like a third party type look, or maybe more of a a two point of view, but with the you know still the storyline from number one. So. Mm, interesting. Well, that, I mean, that, listen, I, it's it would be a it would be great to see it reimagined. I I, I know that uh, for a lot of people. Metal Gear starts with uh, the NES, which is where I originally played it. Um, I did beat that game. That game was hard as hell. But most most NES games back in the days were oh. incredibly difficult. Um, that was one of them for sure. I did beat that. Uh, absolutely loved it. Um, but I, for me, the top Metal Gear of all time is the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and at that time, it wasn't called a remake, but it was Metal Gear Solid. Uh, and they they were reintroducing Snake to the world because the last time he was there was on Metal Gear Metal Gear Two on the NES, uh, and I, I'd love to see a remake of of epic proportion. And if they can if they could get it to as good as something like Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three, Final Fantasy Seven, I mean, I, I'm, I'm amazing. I'm all in for that. But listen, folks, I, I want to get to a topic that for me. As someone that covers and reads so many articles, it made me sit back in my chair and, be, and ask the question of what the hell is wrong with Square Enix? Well, the topic we're going to talk about and what made headline news this weekend is uh, a comment or several comments from uh, Square Enix regarding uh, the Japanese community. And, and I thought that considering that they are based in Japan, this was a bit of a uh, boob move. Uh, I don't know who their social media team is or who their PR, uh, you know, uh, um, folks are, but pretty not 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 good. Um, you know, obviously Square Enix uh, for a lot of people, including myself, looks like they've been pretty th- pritting themselves up for an acquisition, right? That's what we've been hearing, and who's going to acquire them? Potentially Sony, right? That's that's been the big rumor for going on forever because well they're in bed with sony and they have basically exclusive i mean they even boxed out nintendo and like it's 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 it's, again it's a bit of a conundrum um but when we saw square enix get rid of um edios montreal and of course crystal dynamics who's currently working on uh perfect dark uh, I was heartbroken uh because i honestly thought that those two studios would fit perfectly into xbox game studios like i honestly like it still bothers me that these studios are not owned by microsoft i i just because i just i've been, I've been banging that drum as, if anyone has been listening to me for a long time you've been hearing me talk about edios montreal and square and uh and how square enix totally dissed them i mean they made they made an amazing guardians of the galaxy crystal crystal dynamics delivered with with Avengers for a story, there was a lot of a lot of the game I didn't like. Like the, the multiplayer was a little off. The the loot system I, I I didn't like, but the story was really good and the graphics were good. The problem that I think everyone had is they wanted a Robert Downey Jr. face. They wanted a Chris Evans Captain America, and they made these very generic looking characters. Um, and a lot of people were bummed out about that. Um, I think there's mods to put all of those 
MCU character faces on there, which I think would may, maybe make the game better. Um, but this is what Square Enix had to say, uh, and it, it's a it's it's a bit shocking, folks. And this is this is again this is directly from their their press release. It says this, folks: achieving major growth in the games industry is difficult now for companies that compete primarily in the Japanese market, given its graying demographics. As such, it is critical for our business that we produce hit titles that speak to a global market, which offers great scale, a greater scale in terms of both customers and sales volumes. In other words, the Japanese market is no longer sufficient for achieving a level of earnings that enables us to recoup our development investment and generate a profit. And we therefore need to approach development efforts based on the assumption that we have to succeed in the global market. And this comes the way of Square Enix's president and, uh, and representative director, Yosoki Matsuda. Um, look, folks, I'm not a business, I'm not a business major by any stretch of the truth, right? I'm, I'm a retired New York City police officer. I have a very good uh, education, but I am not a marketing manager. But all I have to say to Square Enix is, why have you cut off one of the biggest publishers in gaming in the Xbox uh, customers? Like, I, I get it. You know, Japanese games are not everyone's bag. JRPGs, not everyone's bag. I hear you. But completely cutting off the Xbox consumer from purchasing games like uh, Final Fantasy VII, for instance. Final Fantasy VII didn't sell as well as anyone would have liked like because they are locked behind a PlayStation wall. And we know that even PlayStation gamers don't buy first-party games, let alone something like Final Fantasy VII, because it is a niche JRPG. A lot of people did not like it. I happen to really love it. I was really hoping to get it, be able to play it on the, on the Xbox, but that didn't happen. Before I get to the uh, panel members, I got to catch up with some of the Super Chats. Thank you, Web Day, for putting this in here. The first Super Chat of the day comes the way out. Sith Lord, who's been a member for six months, good friend of the program, he drops a $2 Super Chat and says, Happy Halloween. Hope everyone has a fun and safe day. Well, thank you so much for that, brother. Um, Harkey Chani. Ah, what's up, Harkey? How you feeling, brother? He drops... A very generous $5 who has been a channel member for two months. Thank you so much for the support, brother. He said, I would caution uh, uh, in assuming Square Final Fantasy is a PS thing. Anything can change. There are good reasons for Square to have made those deals with Sony. That's a strong point, brother. I definitely appreciate that. And you're on to something because that's going to be my next comment. Uh, Mr. Joanna Dark drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, I... I would uh, love for Konami to do what Xbox did with Halo Master Chief Collection on PC, release the Metal Gear Solid Collection, and provide a roadmap for each of the mainline titles. Wow, dude, that's that's brilliant. That's a brilliant uh, thought. Uh, and I would actually love all of the Metal Gears in one location. That's actually in, that's awesome. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a very generous $2 super chat. Drawn TJ, happy Halloween, brother. I hope you're doing well. He says, morning, guys. Xbox should make I, uh, an I Am Legend game. I, I do like the, the idea of that. Uh, the question mm. is who and would, would a game like that sell? 
I don't know. I mean, it definitely would be a single-player story-driven game. Uh, I don't know if the IP is uh, big enough to uh, to have people uh, run out to buy it. It's I'm a pretty good sure. story, though. If you it is a great story. It, yeah. It's a fantastic yeah. story. I actually happen to really like the one with Will Smith. Uh, yeah, that was yep. that was I thought was fantastic. Uh, Sith Lord, who drops an additional two dollars super, super chat, says Fuzzy has the best costume today. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Christian, or yeah, <laughs> cast Um, that's funny. I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, we have Elemental Pio in the chat, who a uh, good friend of the program, a longtime supporter. He drops a five dollar super chat and says, I think you should. Uh, 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 Dawn, uh, the Sergeant Slaughter hat and sunglasses for today's show. Yeah, I, I guess Sergeant Slaughter, if you don't know, <laughs> obviously he was in G.I. Joe and I'm a big G.I. Joe fan. And I just got the confirmation that my uh, Sergeant Slaughter is on the way. So I'm very excited about that. Mm. Um, I have to take nice. pictures for Elemental P.O. Um, but let's start off with um, Fuzzy Belvedere here. Uh, mm -hmm. This is, um, I don't know if, it, if it's they're, they're putting their foot in it. I, I'm not sure. Um, I do agree with Hargeet where he says that they probably needed those deals from Sony and he might be on to something because we, mm -hmm. saw, we saw this happen with Capcom and Sony. Uh, they, apparently they took the bag for Street Fighter V, which is still not on an Xbox and never will be. Um, and that's because at the time... Capcom was on the ropes, folks. This was this was yeah. uh, mid twenty sixteen. There were reports that they could go under. Now, obviously, that's not the same Capcom anymore. They have made strides. They're one of the they're one of the few companies that continue to make money in this market because their IPs are so strong. For you, mm -hmm. when you hear the president of Square Enix say this, where he basically said that the that that the Japanese market is no longer sufficient. Do you feel this is an, an insult to their community? Yes, and and it's it's an insult to the, every employee there for the fact that all these years they would talk about how their their Western uh, dev studios would underperform or didn't meet expectations. And then they offload them like they were yesterday's news kind of thing. And, and now they, even after they've done that, they still have realized that, oh, we've been making stupid business moves or some mistakes along the way. And the market that, you know, kind of made us who we are and, and where we are, you know, known mainly for, I guess, mobile stuff or mobile games now as well. It, it's not, keeping the lights on it's not you know making sure that you know everybody can be at their desk and and paid and taken care of so it, it just seems like this this ceo likes to point the finger at at anything and everything but himself or any of the decisions made over the past let's say five to ten years so uh when when Hargeet was on on Xbox Ultimate, he he definitely dropped some some amazing points as far as why, you know, they would possibly lean more so to PlayStation, given you know Xbox's position, like let's say five years ago, 
five years ago, we weren't thinking that Xbox was going to be around much longer in a lot of cases where it was it that Microsoft was just going to kind of sell them or shutter them or whatever the deal is. So if you're square, you're, you're going to partner up who you think is going to be around by the time the game's released type of thing. So it, it's understandable some of the moves they've made, but to continue to make similar moves where it's like, Hey, we're going to put, you know, a prequel of a game instead of the game that we originally said we were going to put because we're, we're, you know, getting continued funding or, or, you know, Sony didn't do the first right of refusal on the old contract. So we're, we're going to stay the course and continue to bleed money or hemorrhage, you know, funding on, on various things. We're, we're working with, you know, third party studios like, um, like with people can fly and we're, we're kind of hosing them or screwing them out of some money. And, and now they don't want to work with us. And even some of our own studios don't want to work with us. So it, it sucks. Um, I, I don't think anybody should put blame on the Japanese region as far as their customer base, their, their loyal customer base. The, the, the blame needs to be square on those in the corner offices saying that, Hey, we're not going to focus on, you know, this particular platform because our old buddy buddy over here likes to, you know, pay for lunch and, and take us out to dinner. And, you know, maybe they'll put a ring on it, you know, down the road type of deal. But um, it, it, it just it, it goes to show, you know, a lot of times you, you that that old saying of, you know, you cut your nose off to spite your face or something like that. Type Indeed. Of deal. Yes. It, it's, it's what they did when they offloaded, you know, crystal dynamics. It's all, what they did when they offloaded Montreal, uh, Eidos Montreal. It's like the, the game studios that could have helped you grow or expand within the Western region. Since obviously according to this CEO, his home territory is not enough to kind of keep them sustained. You, you, you just sold them off for pennies on a dollar. So you were talking about doing some some you know NFT type stuff, and where are you now? Kind of, it, it, it's just it, it's sad to see. Um, hopefully, somebody steps up to the plate and you know kind of helps finance and and take them under the wing. Whether it be a merger with another studio, like maybe Capcom steps up and says, "Hey, little brother, you know we we can team up and you know kind of make." you know, more with between the two of us using some of your IP. And, and this is what we've done with, you know, our resurgence with Monster Hunter and Resident Evil and, you know, how we redid some of our remakes in a way that, you know, the fans, you know, just fell head over heels over. So hopefully something like that happens. I know there were some other discussions as far as possibly Xbox and Hargeet had some, some pretty pointed uh, points as far as, yeah, it would be a, a, a mutual favorable position for both Xbox and Square if, if they were to team up or if Xbox was to acquire them for the fact that Xbox is looking to get in the mobile. Square is the biggest um, in the you know, Indeed. region yes. as far as mobile gaming, which I had no idea. I, I didn't even think that they did mobile games, but apparently they are one of the largest in the mobile game space. Um, so that, that would be a win-win for Microsoft for their, you know, future, you know, Xbox mobile pass or whatever you want to call it. And, and with things like game pass in general, that kind of takes care of them not having to worry about selling X amount of tens of millions of copies right off the gate on a new IP. You're, you're, you're 
your work and labor is paid, the salaries are covered and all that, as long as you're able to produce games and then keep the engagement going on the service. So it, it takes some of that stress or pressure or some of the that that risk adverseness that they've had on on doing something a little different. It takes that away. But um, yeah, they sorry to say they kind of brought it on themselves. Um, they they could have, you know, pivoted and adjusted course as things have come along and see that the Xbox platform was, you know, potentially a, a I wouldn't say a saving grace per se, but at least help them, you know, figure out exactly how to navigate, you know, moving forward on, on new titles and things like that. Okay. We can, you know, survive over here with these types of titles or these titles do well. Like look at how Tomb Raider did. Oh, well, that's right. We sold that studio. Ah, oh, you know, too bad. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. They, they kind of brought it on themselves. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, you made mention of it. Uh, and I've heard, I've heard the story like Everborn Saga said, wouldn't it be pretty petty if Microsoft was, be, would be the one that purchased Square Enix. Like that would be a role's reversal. Uh, and I didn't get a chance to hear Hargeet's point on that. Um, I do want to listen to it because I thought that's that's a very interesting point. I, like I, I would have never equated uh, Microsoft to be in the hunt for Activision. Like no one ever thought that. And here we are, you know, we're, we're six months away from the deal either being blocked or, or done. And there's a lot of people that are starting to believe that this deal is going to be done. Uh, and we're going to be talking about that on uh, prime time uh, this week because there was some uh, comments from Phil Spencer where he's actually been in Brussels. He's actually been in these regions talking to regulators, uh, even says educating them, which means that he's out there uh, giving the information on what, you know, bringing evidence to the conversation of how Microsoft is not going to be a monopoly, how having one uh, one franchise like Call of Duty uh, uh, you know, ownership of that isn't going to hurt PlayStation simply because it's going to be on PlayStation. Um, and I think that's that's incredibly smart. Uh, I'm glad to see that they they are in fact doing that. Uh, and we're gonna so we're gonna break that down. And we're also gonna be getting some potentially some some uh, some news from behind the scenes of Starfield because we're gonna have Bethesda leaker himself, Skullzy TV, joining us on primetime gaming. And you know, if you know anything about Skullsy TV, uh, that guy knows his stuff, especially when it comes to Bethesda. And he's been putting out some feelers and putting out some, you know, stuff that got me excited for Starfield. So we have met a confirmed guest for Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. And I can't wait to see what he brings. Hopefully a couple of uh, gaming nuggets, if you will. Um, but let's, uh, crazy, let, let, let's get your opinion about this. Look, Square Enix uh, is in a financial bind because they just don't, they, they just have ignored, and this isn't just recently, they, they've ignored Xbox for, for, for years. Um, and when you ignore a community, now granted, yes, the PlayStation community, at least for last gen, is two to one. But when I don't know how a company can ignore 56 million people. Now, even if you only, even if you only get, you know, five percent of that 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 near 60 million customers that's a that's a lot of millions of people that would be buying your games in you know and and the only thing that we can say honestly and truthfully about square enix is yes they're known for final fantasy but you know what else they're known for more than even final fantasy throwing their their, their d developers uh, under the bus by by calling their games insufficient uh nothing that ha they have ever produced 
even going back to Tomb Raider, which sold over 12 million copies, I think it was closer to 13 million copies, wasn't enough for them. Uh, it, everything that they've ever put out there, there's always a statement from them. This game failed to make uh, the mark or reach our expectation. Like nothing has ever been good enough for Square Enix. Um, and, you know, again, they're, they're in a position where they're, they're talking about teaming up with different people with IPs that they're, they're looking to do different business strategies. But when you hear them th literally throw their entire community under the bus, I don't know if that's such a good business practice there. Crazy Lou. That's not a good business practice at all. Boom. I mean, look, look what they've been doing lately. I mean, they've been locking a lot of IPs over on the PlayStation side of things and everything. I mean, even the Spider-Man, when they announced um, for the Avengers game that, that Spider-Man is only going to be on PlayStation, that really caused a riot everywhere. Sure and did. And not only that, look, look, look at Final Fantasy VII. They say after a year it was going to come out on Xbox, and I think that was everywhere, wasn't it, that after a year it was going to come out? Yes, 100%. And, and it never came out. It never came out. So so Sony keeps on hogging this stuff, right? And this is what I think, this is, what I think is going on over there. And what I'm thinking is, from, from they hogging that studio to themselves, right? They're waiting for the stocks to drop off a little by little so then they can get that studio for real cheap and just add it to, to their um, library. That's what I think that they're doing. Because they did it with Insomniac. They did it with, um, what's what's the guys that did, um, uh, the this new game, um, um, Demon Souls. That studio, they did that with them too. They bought them for real cheap and they, they are really good developers. And Insomniac too. So that's what I think they're doing. They're, they're like letting that studio, you know, just go little by little down. just and, and for them, at one point, just to grab them. And also, these guys just throwing their developers under the bus. Well, I'll be honest with you. They need to get with the times. They need to, they need to stop leaving their games in just one side of things. And they need to let it go and let it blow up everywhere. Let it be on Xbox. Let it be on Nintendo. And they got to do that. Because if they're just going to focus on one cause and one thing, you know, um, they're not going to get anywhere, especially a studio that is that big because Final Fantasy has been huge, huge. Like I've been talking about this for years. I mean, it's again, that was Super Nintendo. Nint wasn't it Nintendo, right? Square was a Nintendo, right? Or it could be wrong, right? What was that? Square was a Nintendo too, right? I think Square. No, 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 well, they, they started on, on, on Nintendo. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Square, Square Enix, as well, Square, not, not Enix because they, they merged later on, but Square. Yeah. As a as a as a uh, developer and publisher was always tight with uh, Nintendo. As a matter of fact, Nintendo used to rule the roost when it came mm -hmm. to anything released by Square. Yeah, and another thing is I don't know why, but every time I see a Final Fantasy game, I, I feel like it's the same game I've been seeing for the last ten years. Yeah, mm -hmm. could I could I be wrong about that? Because I mean, no, no, you you the, the look the 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 quality of Final Fantasy yeah. has has dropped. Like for instance, fifteen. Uh, I hated, I hated, and I, I spent a lot of money because I bought the collector's edition with that one. I hated that game. I, I, I just, I, I did not like the emo, you know, road trip crap that they, they put out there. A lot of people really liked it, which, which is why uh, I'm not even really excited for for, for sixteen. Um, I don't, I won't spend the money on that for sure unless I get it on a sale because it was, I didn't like fifteen at all. But yeah, it, the quality for Final Fantasy has dropped. For certain in the last couple of years. Not not only that, let me look at Just Cause. That was another game that the quality dropped. I remember when I used to play Just Cause at 360, it was a lot of fun. And then like in Xbox One, it was just I felt like it was like nothing new to it. 
And yeah, they're, they're like pretty way behind. So I think they do actually do need a new leader soon. And I think they need that push because really they're just stuck on on the on back then, you know. They need to get to the times now. That's how I see them. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, again, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do um, and who they partner with because uh, they're they're talking about you know getting into bed uh, you know in order to I guess kind of split development costs or publishing costs on games which makes sense because they want to they want to try and get, get into some partnerships um i mean i'll I put it to this way folks uh, and again i'm not being facetious in, at all here um if they're looking to move outside of their partnership with sony apparently sony isn't enough and that's why they're looking elsewhere because Whatever uh, monies that Sony is giving them in order to, to, you know, to publish these games and keep them off other platforms apparently isn't enough, and it's, they're not making enough money on the back end of it. Um, I mean, listen, I, I I don't know where they go from here, but I can tell you right off the bat that if you are someone in the Asian region and you read at your favorite, you know, Famitsu Wave or wherever you you know you get your gaming news, and you hear that the company you've been supporting for years says that you're not enough and that your 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 business is is, is insufficient i i gotta be honest with you folks I, I think that is asking for a lot of trouble i don't know what they expected that was going to do for them other than get them to lose sales i mean i, I don't know web dave let's get your opinion on this brother but before yep. i do we have a lot of super chats and of course mrs boomstick and i want to say thank you for all the continued support because those allow for us to do these big giveaways and i do have the four winners so before we get to story number three i will announce those winner winners you'll reach out to me via uh dm on twitter or of course email uh, and you can get my uh, email information at the about page uh that's the business email for double barrel gaming and we will get you your 50 dollars code to either nintendo playstation or xbox uh, we have Drawn TJ. Again, generous friends of the program drops an additional $5 super chat and says, if I'm Microsoft, go buy all of WB and then get Capcom and then be done with it. See, Capcom will never sell because they're making too much money. They're doing, as a matter of fact, they're one of the few publishers that are still in the single digits when it comes to losses. Uh, they're only at 9% where, you know, uh, Sony is closer to 40 Microsoft is somewhere in the in the high teens. Uh, we've seen everyone posting losses. Capcom is the only one that's still in single digits, and that's because they are delivering with their games, uh, and they're and people are buying and investing in Capcom because well, Capcom is great again. Uh, we also have uh, Michael G in the chat. Michael, welcome to the program, brother. He drops a five dollar super chat and says, "Is it possible?" That Xbox can rebrand the Call of Duty name and uh, and not release it on the PlayStation. I mean, yes, they could, of course, do that, but they wouldn't. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, we, you know, uh, we saw a tweet that came um, from PlayStation congratulating Infinity Ward and Activision uh, for Call of Duty breaking every record ever before set before it on PlayStation when it comes to sales. Uh, this is why. Uh, Jim Ryan is uh, insistent on it staying on the platform, but also uh, trying to block this deal, which, again, it's it's not going to happen. Microsoft is, isn't doing anything illegal 
and the deal is going to go through. And guess what, folks? At the end of the day, if you're an Xbox gamer and Call of Duty is on PlayStation, what do you care? Well, honestly, what, why would you care? You shouldn't. You shouldn't care at all because guess what? You're going to be playing for the price of your uh, subscription. And that's 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 why you 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 uh, um, invest in Game Pass because you get all of these great games at a low monthly price. Now, again, we're going to see a price increase potentially next year, which I, I don't so much agree with. I, I think that the market is too... Um, is too shaky for consumers to uh, have to pay more. Now, how much more? Oh, look at this. Web Dave with the, with the, not, now you've gone from a blue wig to a pink wig. Listen, you, you can't, you can't argue style, folks. That is style right there. Um, He's crazy Lou for a reason. He, he is crazy Lou for a reason. Uh, Jacob Novick dropped a very generous $5 super chat and says, one kid's franchise I recommend for all when Xbox gets ABK is Skylanders. Six games, use the figures, but one game is on Xbox Store with virtual figures. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's, I, that's, that's, yeah, I, I, I never got into Skylanders. I, my, my, you know, Mrs. Moon and I don't have kids. We did have, we do have our amazing nephew and several godchildren, but they weren't into Skylanders, surprisingly enough. Um, Eli Slomovich, good friend of the program, who's been a channel member, my God, for 30 months. Thank you so much for that. He says, happy Halloween and enjoy the trick-or-treats uh, to the U.S. members. Everyone else, have a good day and keep up the great work. Boom and panel. Well, thank you so much for that, Eli. Definitely appreciate uh, you being here. Uh, and, of course, thank you for supporting the channel for as long as you have. We also have Raiden Blade, who's been a channel member for one year as well. He drops. A five-pound super chat it says Square Enix only focuses on Japanese market. The Western games didn't sell that well in Japan, so it didn't meet their expectations. So SE is blind. I, I, nothing wrong with that. I absolutely agree. And Drawing TJ drops an additional five-dollar super chat and says Just Cause is made by Avalanche Studios, not Square. Yes, it's published by Square, uh, oh, but it is made by Avalanche and Avalanche Studios. I, I got a feeling, folks, that that's going to be an Xbox first-party game. Uh, I mean, a game studio very soon, to be honest with you. But Web Dave, you're 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 a banker. That's your job outside of podcasting and doing incredible yep. interviews. Which you have an interview that went up, which we'll find out when we get to outros. But um, is this the best course of action for Square Enix to basically throw their entire region under the bus? And expect that their next game is going to sell in that region? I don't know. I mean, me personally, I'd boycott the game. Well, I, I think there's got to be a reason behind it. In other words, there's got to be something that we don't know, we don't see, that we don't quite understand. I, I think, you know, Japanese are a proud people, and maybe they feel like that uh, that if they maybe call them out, maybe they'll step up and start making, you know, the purchases they feel like they, you know, they give them the respect that they feel like they deserve. They are, look, no matter how, how whether we like the games or not, which I do love, uh, there's some great franchises that Square puts out. Absolutely amazing. Uh, and, as of, and as of right now, we are going to get the Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion which some people don't rate it as high. It's actually a really good game, I think. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. And that's coming to Xbox. So I'm looking forward to that. But, you know, if 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 Sony ends up buying Square, 
Will that get canceled for the Xbox? Probably so. But who knows? It's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's um, it's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, I think that, you know, it would, it, and I know some people say, you know, for, you know, for all the, the hate and the vitriol and all that stuff that would come out of if Microsoft bought them, you know, let's do it for spite type thing. If Microsoft did end up trying to buy them, they would buy them because they're a good company with some good IPs that can actually benefit us as gamers. And I think that would be great. The, um, you know, it's not just Final Fantasy. Um, the Dragon Warrior series is actually bigger than the Final Fantasy series in Japan. The Final Fantasy series is bigger in the U.S. than it is in Japan, which is kind of weird. But both of them are great game franchises, and you know, and there are that's that's owned by Square Enix. So, you know, those those would be you know another great franchise that they could bring, you know, to whatever company ends up buying them. But it's 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 to me it's pretty clear that this is uh, this is definitely them kind of their okay. We need somebody to help us out kind of move. Um, I don't know that Sony actually has the resources to do it. I mean, they do have a lot of money, but they've spent a lot yeah, of money the, already. Yeah, the, 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 the market cap value for Square Enix is, is, is kind of high. I, right. I, you know, it, it, it's up there. It's double digits, man. Right. Now, we've seen, I uh, can't remember what small studio it was, smaller studio, that, um, that they had um, Bethesda bought a studio for Microsoft, you know, because obviously they're under they're owned by Microsoft, but they bought them and put them under Bethesda right away. But I can't think of the name of that that uh, that smaller studio. But that has happened. So is it possible that that they can try and have one of their other studios make the jump so that they can you know finish this deal with ABK? I don't know. Um, would they hurt themselves if they tried to go after them before then? Probably. So that's probably why it's kind of a back burner. And maybe Square Enix holds off until this deal is done. And it's something, you know, I mean, granted, all these other people listed, all these, uh, you know, other great companies, you know, Capcom would be great, but they don't need to be bought. They have plenty of money. The uh, Namco, um, they don't, Bandai Namco has plenty of money coming in, so they don't need to be purchased. They're not in, you know, in, in a, um, what you call buying uh, opportunity. Um, the Warner Brothers option, yes, they definitely it's definitely something that could be could be purchased. But with that, you know, comes those franchises that you'd want with them. You know, you'd want to have the IP of you know the Batman and all those kind of things, which that's a that's a that's kind of messy. So it's kind of hard for them to to, to you know, even though they do have other great games besides you know the the DC. But DC would probably be one of the reasons why you would want them is to have the DC, you know, game option. But that kind of stuff really is a is is a big, you know, there, there's a lot more to it. It's a lot messier. And that's one of the things that Phil was talking about. If he can't really own it, you know, they don't have as much control over it. You know, that's some of the reasons that like some of these great classic, you know, games that came out. Uh, was it Mech Assault? You know, we would love to have a remake of Mech Assault, but it's, like Phil said in several interviews, it's tied up in the rights. There's some people own the rights to certain parts. They only own the rights to other parts. So it's a game that's probably never going to get done unless 
if everybody comes to the table one day and says, you know what, we want to make some money off this. What do we need to do to make it happen? So, but unfortunately, that's probably never going to happen with that particular franchise. And that's a shame because it is a great franchise. Um, but, you know, with, with Square, I, I think it's something that everybody uh, would like to see. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I know Sega is, is almost the no-brainer mm-hmm. at this point. And I think that Sega would be a great, you know, purchase, you know, for, for Microsoft. But I think, you know... When they when they when they first out of the gate when this when this ABK deal is done and it's gonna get done and Microsoft is gonna get them sorry it's gonna happen it, it's the truth you're absolutely and, correct yeah and when it does happen you know they may spend a couple of days or a couple of weeks you know making some announcements of hey we bought this studio this studio this studio and this studio because studio purchases are a lot easier to get through and done especially if they're not on uh, you know traded on the market then they can knock those deals out really quick. And there'll probably be a few of those, like you, you were talking about earlier, that, that that need to be in the fold, you know, especially like the, you know, the team that makes the, the flight simulator. They definitely oh, uh, need to be. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they definitely need to be in the fold of Microsoft at some point so that we're not relying on, you know, other problems. But if they still, you know, if they're continually open, to you know, to working with Microsoft, that's fine too. But Microsoft has the money to buy several different publishers if they really deem that they need to. And um, I think you know, Square Enix would be a great purchase for Microsoft. Like I said, a lot of people say, oh, "I want to have this. I'd rather have this." And you're right. Uh, there's plenty of them like for them to have, but there's a lot of them that realistically are just not on the table as much as we want them to. Capcom. Not on the table. Bandai Namco, that's not on the table. If it if it is, if it does show up that day and surprise everybody, that would be great. But um, I'm not going to hold my breath for that one. I agree. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hold my breath either. You know, real quick, I, I want to bring it to, into the camera just because I've been called literally a liar. Okay, I have the collector's edition, the, the deluxe collector's edition for Final Fantasy VII. For, show it. Right here. Right here for the Pull it closer. 4. Okay. Stick now, if there. you if you look like I get, I don't know if you can make it out because of the glare. There's a sticker on here, right? Just just so you know, Square has did this did, has has caused their own wounds. Hey, boom. right here it says PlayStation exclusive. Play first on PlayStation Four, and in on the bottom of it with an asterisk, it says timed exclusive until 2021. Mm-hmm. So last April, it was supposed to come out on the Xbox, and it was blocked by Sony. Sony dropped a bag of money. How much that money was, I have no idea. Was that money uh, the amount of how many players like myself would have double dipped and bought Final Fantasy VII Remake on the Xbox? I, I, I couldn't tell you. I'm not a money guy like that. But I can tell you that uh, if, they, if the game was 70 bucks and Square Enix games are 70 bucks and a million people bought, uh, bought that game, that would be $70 million that they would make. Um, uh, Minus, you know, their 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 Microsoft's cut to have the game on on the uh, on the platform, uh, but I would imagine that a game uh, as classic as Final Fantasy this this could have easily sold three or four million copies just due to math, folks. Mm-hmm. That's money that they lost out on. That's investment dollars that they lost out on. 
And I don't know if the bag that Sony dropped to keep it off of Xbox, which is, again, this is another prime example. And I hope that this particular one is used in the evidence that Microsoft presents to CMA when they say, hey, listen, you know, we are going to keep this everywhere. Whereas you've seen Sony, all they've done is, is keep things to their own platform, keeping them. They've used their market dominance, folks, as a stepping stone to keep games away from Xbox gamers. And I mean, listen, I'm not a dummy. I understand that's, that's business, folks. I, I, I totally get that. But at the same time, they can't claim that, they, that they're the victim here when they are the bully, folks. They are the bully of the industry. Their market dominance for over 20 years in first place when it comes to console sales proves that they are the leaders. Uh, I don't, like I said, I don't think that there's going to be a mass exodus from Call of Duty players on PlayStation because people are going to want to play where their friends are. And I don't think people, if, if you're not invested in Xbox yet, I don't know if you ever will be. Maybe Call of Duty makes you move. Maybe. I don't know. But how many is that? Is that 100% of the player base? I don't think so. I think if you get 30% of those players to come over to Xbox, that would be a lot. Um, but only time is going to tell. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to topic number three. But before we do, oh, you want to say something? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. I wanted to say, I, I also feel like they have lost faith on themselves because, I mean, this company does really good open world games. I mean, Square's, Square Enix does really good open world games. I mean, one of the best games they did, and they just didn't continue because of sales, which I, I was always hoping to have my fingers crossed. I always, thought, I always said, like, man, they should bring this game back with Sleeping Dogs. That's a game that I always went back to and I beat it like 10 times. I don't know if you guys played Sleeping Dogs. Have you guys ever Sleeping Dogs is a, a is yeah. an OG classic. Dude. Yes. Yes. And it's like the last faith on that. I mean, they would have gone back to it and bring like Sleeping Dogs true or something like that. It would have been a big boom. It would have been a massive hit. Especially since they came up with that game during a time. I think there was like a lot of good games out there. But that's a great game. And I just like I said, they lost faith on themselves, and I wish they could bring that back to 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 nowadays or do a, a, a probably a remastered or a remake, you know, or not just do part two, because really that is such a great game and they should go back like EA did, you know, EA was only doing multiplayer, and all of a sudden they went back to the single place where they're doing really good. So I think Square should also jump back and bring back those good old games they used to do and those good storylines. I, I they're sitting on so many incredible IPs doing yes. I mean, like they they have so many IP that they could bring back that they have ownership on. They just need the proper developer. Uh, and I, 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 listen, you'd love to see it. You, you definitely love to see it. But listen, uh, Drawn TJ, generous friend of the program, drops an additional and very generous $5 super chat and says, if you want casual, if you want the casual players, buy EA, make all of the games on all devices. Yeah, EA is, you know, we know that they talked about potentially being purchased. I, that's, that's, the, the last time I checked EA's value, it was like 38 point something billion dollars. They're one of the, the, the top three up there with 2K. I, I, I mean, Microsoft has the money for that. I know Sony did, wouldn't have the investment money to buy like an EA. Um, I can see a Square definitely getting purchased. The Square's up there also. I think they're in like uh, the fifth or sixth place in regards to most monies. Uh, I can see that happening. I, I just, I don't see something like, uh, it, again, it's, I think that once this deal is done, Microsoft is going to stay out of the publishing business for a minute. 
uh, and you know, get get their their get their ducks in order, and maybe they'll buy some studios, maybe a Sobo, maybe Avalanche, you know, maybe a few of the studios that they're working with uh, join Xbox Game Studios, which would make a whole mess, whole lot of sense for sure. But before we get to topic number three, I'm gonna announce the four winners of the uh, Halloween, spe- obviously the Halloween special. This is a uh, Again, this is a big a $500 week for Mrs. Boom and I. We're giving away $200 here today and another $300, uh, six $50 gift cards uh, on Friday morning's Breakfast with Boom. Now, Friday morning's Breakfast with Boom, I'm trying to reach out to a lot of the bigger names that you follow out there, the Randall Thors, the Dealer Gamings, Colt Eastwood. Uh, King David has confirmed his appearance. The reason why it's a big deal for... Uh, Friday show is for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, we're giving away uh, $300 for Mrs. Boom's birthday, which is Tuesday. Um, and uh, we're celebrating it with the community on Friday by giving away $300 worth of gift certificates, uh, gift cards, I should say. But it is officially, folks, our 1,000th video that we're, we will have produced since joining YouTube. Uh, and our, and we'll make officially five years on YouTube November 3rd of this year. That's five full years as doing as a content creator. And uh, Friday will be blessed with uh, p- p- producing 1,000 videos on this channel. Uh, we have just recently uh, surpassed, uh, we're closing in on 3.6 million views uh, in five years, which is tremendous. Um, and, um, I, you know, I, I, you know, we are incredibly grateful and humble that we've gotten this far and that's all thanks to you folks for supporting double barrel gaming and, uh, subscribing and, and sharing and watching and, and, and everything else that comes along with producing a channel. So we're very thankful for that. We have a, a, wow, a big super chat coming from a good friend, generous friend of the program, JD gamer. How the hell are you brother? Welcome back. He drops. A $20 super chat and says the truth is there is nothing stopping the CMA or the FTC from taking a look at Sony and unwinding their acquisitions of Naughty Dog, Insomniac, or Bungie because they're the market dominance now wouldn't be that I would not be ironic. RIP Sony. Yeah, they're gonna look into everything. And listen, when Phil Spencer's out there talking, and we're gonna get into his comments on uh on wednesday evening because he had a lot of things to say a lot of stuff i didn't know about that wasn't reported that were reported by him which was really interesting that uh he's having conversations uh with uh you know with with with, uh the cma in their phase two he's sitting down with them he's educating them as to how this will benefit microsoft but it will also benefit consumers across the world uh, shout out to Urban Ninja 313 for the congrats. Thank you very much for that. Um, listen, it's I don't I don't see I listen, Phil said it. We're gonna get into what he said, but one of the things that was interesting to hear from Phil is that he says the scrutiny from the FTC, from the EU Commission, and even the CMA is warranted. He said those exact words. He says the, the he said it that he expected that there was going to be a lot of eyes on this because it, it is a $70 billion deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, the four winners today for the $50 gift card of your choice, that's right, PSN, Xbox Live, or 
Nintendo eShop is going to be Gerald Mack, General Spartan, Super Duper Man, and LMNOPO. You are all winners of the $50 gift card of your choice for today's Halloween surprise giveaway. A big shout out to all the winners. Thank you for all of the support. Um, wow, some of the mic is real loud. Mic check. Yeah, that's that's you, Fuzzy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah, that was that was loud, brother. I I think the volume got turned up, brother, but it's okay. We'll get you back in here momentarily. Uh, Dan, the man, uh, Cunningham. What's up, brother? Dan, hi. Hopefully, you're doing well. He drops a five-dollar super chat and says, "Greeting, booms. Unable to listen live." entirely but want to show support thank you for doing what you do boom it matters well thank you that's very kind of you dan uh the, as much as i love the uh, the generosity it's the kind words that i take to heart for sure but listen folks let's get into the main topic of the day uh, and uh folks this is this is a big one now again this comes the way of several Websites reported on it. Uh, I'm going to pull the story up right now. Uh, it's uh, it's one that I think would be a big deal for Sony. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but PlayStation Lifestyles uh, com. It was written by Zarmina uh, Khan. Uh, this was posted on Thursday, and the lead topic or the lead headline of this topic is rumor of sony acquiring cd project red is pretty shaky now it was reported by several people in the uh twitter community that have in fact reported before of acquisitions and game releases and the 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 uh the YouTube, the, he's not even a YouTuber. The, 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 I'll put it this way. He, let, 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 me, let me just pull it up. His name is at Lumberjack Ray. Now, uh, I don't know him. I learned of him last week. He posted something that he said that um, Sony was uh, going to be making a big acquisition announcement. That was supposed to happen last week. It never transpired. Now, uh, uh, Lumberjack Ray is uh, someone... Some people consider him to be a you know quote unquote insider. Uh, he has gotten some things wrong. He actually has gotten quite a few things right in the last twelve months. Uh, and he said um, to uh, another Twitter member who says there's actually a rumor that PlayStation has approached CD Projekt Red for an acquisition. And he responded, folks, in kind. And this is his exact words. He says this: "It's not a rumor." Sony has approached CD Projekt Red multiple times, hence why CD Projekt Red did that entire thing with announcing several Witcher games alongside new cyberpunk information, and it's to boost their stock before the acquisition would go through. Now, that does make a lot of sense. Now, here's the other thing that I find very interesting, because a couple of, last year, we had a story come the way of VGCharts.com. And the story, basically, the headline story, and this let me tell me exactly when this was posted. This was written by William D'Angelo, posted on April 3rd of 2021. And the headline story here is CD Projekt Red is an, is an acquisition candidate following the Cyberpunk 2077 issue, says DFC News. Now, again, 
we take all of these these conversations with a grain of salt we don't know if that in fact is going to happen but here's the thing folks um i'm of two minds here i know there's a lot of people like oh my god sony don't own cd project red they're gonna ruin them I beg to differ on that. Um, I, listen, if you're, if listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull an umber here. Uh, I'm greedy. Uh, would I, would I want Sony to own um, CD Projekt Red, or would I like that to be Microsoft? Well, I'd like it to be Microsoft, but they can't own everybody because at some point it will eventually be a monopoly. But here is the thing. Um, let me just, yeah, I'm still getting some feedback, fuzzy, like a lot of feedback. Like the mic is is super super loud. Sorry about that, brother. Um, yeah, see, now, now it's fixed. It's weird. All right, listen, it's fixed. No, don't, don't sweat it, Fuzzy. Uh, we'll get to you in a sec because I would definitely want to get your opinion on this. CD Projekt Red, well, who are they? What are they? Well, they're, they're one of the best developers in gaming. Uh, now, again, Cyberpunk didn't launch as well as they would have wanted, but God damn it, that game is pretty good right now and so good, everyone seems to be playing it. Uh, I've seen it re-reviewed at uh, nines and tens. Um, what what could you say about CD Projekt Red? Uh, they made The Witcher Three, uh, which is arguably to some people the greatest game of that generation. I couldn't get into it. I tried multiple times. Uh, they made uh, um, the the uh, what was it Blood and Wine DLC, which is considered to be one of the best DLCs ever made for an open world game. For you. Uh, Fuzzy, let's bring you in on the conversation. What what would be the ramifications of CD Projekt Red being acquired by Sony? Now, again, for me, I want to see it happen because at that point, then no no governmental ed- agency can suggest that Microsoft is a monopoly because Sony has done a lot of buying and getting CD Projekt Red would be huge for the brand. Um, I don't know if they would keep everything exclusive, though I kind of feel that they would. Fuzzy, where do you fall on this rumor? Again, folks, it's 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 a rumor. Take it with an, a, a giant grain of salt. But they, we're starting to see some of the, uh, the, the news feeds report on it. So I'm kind of in the feeling, uh, Fuzzy, where there's smoke, there's fire. And CD Projekt Red, I think they're... They're eight billion, eight and a half billion. I, I, I think Sony could afford to do that. The only question is, would good old games come with it? And if it did, would that be something that could hold up this deal? What are your thoughts? Well, a deal like that would make a lot of sense. And I, I do apologize for the uh, the fans on my laptop, probably on uh, full blast here in the background. But uh, with with uh, good old games or their their PC space that they have that would come in clutch for Sony as far as with this whole push towards the, the full slate coming to PC. So they would have their own store that they can maintain. And yes. That's, that's, that's genius. That's yeah. genius. So that, that gives them a, a easier in and it makes it so that they are able to compete in that space or at least be able to reap some of the rewards of having a, a team like Nixus starting to port a lot of their games over. So that part of it definitely makes sense. And and I've kind of looked at it, and I know a lot of us in the community talk in like some of our DMs and things. Like it would make sense for Sony if you don't want to lose out on all the Western RPGs. This would be the perfect block move against Xbox because if they get CD Projekt Red, 
you're only going to have your own action RPGs that aren't full-on RPGs. So in comparison, getting something like CD Projekt Red, like you you have one of the premier first-person shooter companies under your belt now with Bungie. If you can get one of the beloved, you know, RPG companies since, you know, Bethesda is already off the table, CD Projekt Red is that that perfect fit for you to, to acquire. So from a targeting standpoint, it all makes sense. And for, you know, business moving forward, it definitely makes sense for Sony if they want to, you know, compete on the PC space without having to pay Steam, you know, their cut. Because Sony's going to want to have control of that PC store, especially if they decide to be generous and do like dual entitlement, much like Microsoft does. Because that's a big lore of buying something at the Microsoft store as opposed to buying for Steam. You get it on both your console as well as your PC. Now, that doesn't always work out to the best, but in a lot of cases, it's, it's a good way for at least the first party titles to to have that that freedom between hopping between console or or PC. So I think there's some them there's some smoke where well what do you say there's smoke where there's fire. There's smoke there's thing. fire, yes, hundred percent. Yeah. It it's it it makes sense. And I if Square's not their target right now, I would say C D Project Red is, but my only concern is that Right now, Sony is also playing the quiet game. Like we 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 joke about how Xbox is playing like not really weak, but we're disadvantaged. We're we're you know number four, five, or six, depending on how you look at it. Sony's kind of doing the same thing, even though clearly they're the market leader in in a lot of areas, if not almost all the areas. But mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I don't know. It, I don't want to put too much weight behind the. Uh, you know, them not having the showcase because of the whole deal, but them not acquiring CD Projekt Red makes a bit more sense because if you're the market leader and you're acquiring an $8 billion plus, you know, studio, you're probably going to try to keep that on the, the down low for at least, you know, a few months. Like a- after you realize all of your delays or, or objections to the ABK deal aren't being, you know, heated, then yeah. Go go full board, and what better way to you know break the silence than announce, welcome to the you know family CD Project Red, and I think that would you know pretty much set the internet ablaze. Maybe not as much as the APK deal, but pretty damn close. Excuse me, sorry Ooh. for cursing. <laughs> it it will be big if that actually happens right now. I mean, with all the situation going on, <laughs> I would yeah. literally blow up Twitter. It actually say welcome to the family, <laughs> and and it's better for them to do it sooner rather than later because as yeah. we've heard, there's millions of people playing you know Cyberpunk 2077 now. So don't acquire them while they're on the uptick. Acquire them like what Sony likes to do when they're at their cheapest or their their most vulnerable. Which, in all honesty, they probably should put in that bid last year or something. But in any event, yeah, I I I. I wouldn't mind it. Sure, I would love Xbox to have them instead, but you know, either way you look at it, since I have both platforms, it would be pretty big. It, it would be awesome to see having that that in their family. But well, yeah, it, it absolutely would. I, I I think I think you're onto something for sure. Real real quick, just to show you the dominance of PlayStation in the market, right? PlayStation official Twitter account got a blue check mark, right? Congratulations to Infinity Ward and Activision on the biggest PlayStation store launch ever. For a Call of Duty game, including pre-orders and day one sales, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is now available for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Again, folks, 
this is why the deal is going to go through because you can't have one team constantly being in first place without giving it, uh, uh, other people in the market a chance to potentially dethrone them. And I, I, I think that there's, there literally is nothing stopping Microsoft from getting this deal. Uh, I, I don't think Call of Duty is, isn't an important franchise. It is absolutely an important franchise. Is it the only franchise that matters? No, it's, it's not. There are plenty of other f- shooters that, if like like for instance, if um, EA's uh, shooter franchise, a uh, Battlefield comes back, and we know that um, um, what the hell's the name of the guy that's running that that studio now? Um, when I came over from Activision that made Titanfall, uh, I can't think of his name. Oh, oh Sempella. Yes, Van, Vin, Vince Sempella is is now running Battlefield. Yeah. A Vince Sempella Battlefield. When it comes out, whenever that may be, is it next year or the year after, is going to be as good as Call of Duty, potentially better, because it's Vince Sempella. I mean, that guy is a genius. He, crying out loud, him and, him and his, him and his uh, partners created Call of Duty, and, well, you know, we know what happened with Activision in them. But I'd love to see Vince bring his incredible you know, know-how and talent to, to Battlefield. I think it could really give... Uh, Call of Duty a run for its money whenever it, it resurges, whenever that's going to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, you make a lot of great points uh, for sure, Fuzzy. Uh, let, 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 let's bring in Web Dave on the conversation. Listen, uh, Fuzzy brought up a great point uh, where he talks about how uh, good old games, which is like Steam, uh, would be huge. And, mm-hmm. and, and and as great as The Witcher is, as great as Cyberpunk is, as great as um, CD Projekt Red is a developer, and that's a big one. But I think even equally as big, Web Dave is getting good old games. This would be a place where Sony could put all of their first party games and take box out games going to Steam. Now, I personally wouldn't do that. I wouldn't take it off of Steam. But they, if they had their own. A PC-based uh, mm-hmm. location for their first-party games, they could feel comfortable about launching those games day and date because they have their own service now. Yeah, they could. Yep. Um, I tell you, there was a a good point uh, brought up in the chat uh, by uh, Elrod Gaming, uh, and I'm going to read what he said. Um, CD uh, Project is being considered for acquisition. But not only by Sony. Think about Embracer. Sony yeah. is Sony will only add live service IPs and support studios moving forward. I think that's probably something that they probably are focusing on because they talked about the ten, you know, live service games that yep. they're working on. So that is that is a good point. Uh, I mean, it, you know, that they may still want to grab some other things as well on the on the way out the door. And like you said, have a Western. RPG that's two two of the biggest western RPGs out there. You know, no matter what people say about Cyberpunk when it first launched, Cyberpunk is an amazing game. I love playing that. I played it from the beginning and 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 man, that game is great. I like it a lot. So, but uh, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of um you know, would they be good to to buy them? Yeah, of course. And, and would they like to buy them? Sure. Can they afford them right now? I don't know because that's 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 not a I wouldn't say that's going to be a chump change if they if they end up making that purchase, and I'm not saying this is not a you know a fanboy thing, but Microsoft has the money to do it. They have them. They have after the ABK deal, they still have 
$90 billion in cash on hand. Let that sink in. $90 billion that they can spend on whatever they need that Asati has already set aside for Xbox acquisitions. So there you go. That's something to be said. Uh, and like I said, I think the I think you're right, Dave. I, I think that after the ABK, first of all, they've already made the money back for uh, before they even spending ABK deal on their last financials. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Right? So they've already made the money back. Um, this isn't cash. They have to spend this money um, because they, every every day that they don't spend this money, they're losing money on on, on the actual dollar to dollar value. So they want to invest. Uh, in uh, Game Pass, they want to invest in Xbox. Xbox has been has become as important to Microsoft as Windows. Uh, that is a fact. I'm not the first one to say that. Saki Nadala himself actually said that. And it makes sense because, well, they're making a lot of money on Xbox. And they are doing something that um, the, 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 what Microsoft does with their consumers is offer value unlike any other publisher. Um, you know, $15 a month right now, we already know confirmed by, by Phil Spencer that they're not going to uh, do any price increases this year. Um, I would imagine at some point games potentially will go up to 70 bucks. And at that point, you're crazy if you're not a part of Game Pass. I think that's one area that they could uh, they can increase and they've held out as long as they could. Right. They, you know, they're the, they're, they're the last man standing on um, $60 games. So if they raise it in that area, I can see that being a thing. Uh, you've already heard my views on raising Game Pass. I don't like it. I understand that it's that it's a necessity, but at the same time, I'm never going to cap for a billion-dollar company. I think keep it as $15 as long as you can, but we can't argue the inherent value that is there. It is, it is astounding how many games. I mean, just look at what you've gotten in Game Pass in the last 60 days. So many games that your, 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 your backlog continues to grow and grow and grow. You're never going to get to play all these games because there's so many games to play in this service. And next year, like we talked about last week, their games coming in 2023 are ridiculous. Like there are so many games. It is, it's, 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 it's again, it's just ridiculous how many games are coming, especially from first party. But Let's get um, Crazy Lou Gaming. But before we do, brother, let me catch up on Super Chats. Again, a lot of one, a lot of them came in. JD Gamer, who's been a member. My God, JD, thank you so much for the support. For 35 months, holy matrimony. He says this. Um, the level of market dominance and anti-competitive practices that Sony demonstrates could actually land them in hot water they have no protection from their own acquisitions being unwound. I mean, that's it's it's very true. I, I think that if if you know the way that Sony has presented themselves as this this this, this, this sad victim that you know is afraid that we're going to go out of business if we lose Call of Duty, and then when Call of Duty is, is is basically said, oh no, we're keeping it there, they then come out and say, well, even with Call of Duty being multiplayer, we're still at a disadvantage. Is bullshit. Pardon my French. Um, this 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 wimpy um, I'm a victim act is eventually Microsoft has the most it's, uh, intelligent lawyers working for them, um, and they're going to bring all of Sony's dirty laundry right for everyone to see, and then Sony's going to be caught with their pants down. Uh, they, they are anti-competitive. They have uh, constantly 
uh, proven time and time again of how they want to be in first place and F everyone else. And I get it's a business. I'm not stupid. But I also want to tell you right now that they can't claim to be the victim when they've been the market leader for 20 plus years. And now Microsoft is, is taking gaming serious. It's just it's just ridiculous. But we also have Raiden Blade, who's been a member for a year, who drops an additional five pounds. Super Chat and says, blind loyalty is killing Square. This is Sony's M.O. Money hat and keep blocking from other platforms. Shares drop and then buy them. Sony destroys companies to buy. Wow, I never even thought about that, but that's it's a pretty hot take on. And he drops an additional two pounds super chat and says, every time a Sony acquisition pops up, it ends up at, ends up at XB at Xbox. Yeah, maybe that's. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. Um, Drawn TJ drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, I say screw it and get CD Projekt Red next for xbox i mean they could outbid them i mean this could be a bidding war kind of a situation we also have percolator 9000 good friends of the program diehard Steeler fan like me and of course we suck this year i mean we are terrible uh he drops a five hours of chances afternoon everyone happy birthday mrs boom thank you i will forward that to her uh by the way crazy lou gaming pink brings out your eyes <laughs> uh, I've been playing uh, COD for the last 24 hours yet. I want to play, but I got to tell you, folks, I'm going to sound like a broken record. And if you if you hate me for saying this again, I will understand. But my God, Gotham Knights is the game that just keeps giving and giving. And I just, man, I am so addicted to that game. It is, it is, listen, take, I am telling you, please do not be soured by 30 frames per second. It doesn't matter. It's so good. And if you think I'm the only one that thinks that way, well, Randall Thor not only got 990-something gamer score, he restarted the game on New Game Plus to get the last achievement. That's how much he has enjoyed that game. That's that's saying something. Um, Eli, uh, Elad uh, Slomovich, good friend of the program. We talk to him pretty much every day. He has been a channel member for two years. He drops, I believe it's a, a, a $15 super chat in his money because he's all the way from the other side of the world at, in Israel. So thank you so much for that. He says, I don't think CD Projekt Red takes ga- takes uh, GOG if they do acquire. Uh, as it's an, a DRM-free marketplace, it's the whole premise in which ant- uh, the, the antithesis to Sony. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's also, yeah, that's right. It is, it is anti drm um and uh, that that's actually very interesting but crazy Lou, let's get your opinion on this after you hearing what fuzzy had to say web dave had incredible points you heard the story what are your thoughts would this be a big get for sony or or is this really just hogwash the thing is can they actually get it because i think cd project reg is um government funded if i, I could be wrong right it is Aren't it they? is it is it is government funded by poland that is by absolutely poland. correct they 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 also fund uh, good old games as well i mean that 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 government is heavily invested in cd project red for that matter so does that does that give an opportunity for them to negotiate and buy it or no is that something I I, I, I I don't think that they would be out of the out of the uh, out of the realm of a, an acquisition. I mean, maybe if it's costing the Poland the the Polish government uh, too much money and they don't want to continue to invest in it, maybe I don't know. But you know, hmm. you know, they, they I put it to this way: if they did sell, they would have government approval right away because the government is the one that heavily invests in 
CD Projekt yeah. Red. So it's an interesting theory. Yeah. It, but would it be big for Sony? Yes, of course it would be big. I mean, if they get that studio, oh, man, they got Witcher, they got um, Cyberpunk, and everything that's coming out, it would be huge if they actually do get it. But the thing is, can they actually do get it, though, because since it's government funded? That's actually the, the question I, I've been asking myself ever since um, I read that news that they said, oh, they were trying to acquire it. And so they were really smart, though, because, I mean, I, I bet you they approached them when, when Cyberpunk came out and they saw, like, like you know, how Cyberpunk went on a slump. They're like, hmm, let's go over there and see if they would actually sell because right now so probably their stocks are really low. Let me jump over there and say, hey, CD, you know, you got some problems there. Let me let me go out and buy you and, and see what you, what you would say. Probably CD probably said, okay, let me, let me think about it. Or they said, hold up a minute. Let, let me fix this up and see what happens because right now, after they fix the game, I mean, everybody's happy with Cyberpunk, right? Everybody's enjoying Cyberpunk. And not only that, look what they did. They announced how many which They even announced Witcher 1 remake, which has me really excited. Because I've always wanted to play Witcher 1. Because I started playing 3. And, you know, and there's some stories that you can get from 1 and 2 from Part 3 that I was like, hmm, maybe this happened in the old Witchers. But I got, I got to play them to, in order to understand. But when you jump into those <laughs> Witcher games, you're like, nah, I can't play them because, you know, it's old old um what's it called old mechanics but i'm really happy that they announced that and also they announced some newer projects so it's going to be pretty hard for sony to acquire them right now especially since they're going on a new adventure with a couple games coming out so yeah it would be a plus if they do but it's going to be pretty expensive for them to, to acquire them yeah you know what it, it would be it would be an expensive uh because obviously again like like one of the super chatters earlier said that they uh, it made sense that that's why they made all these announcements because it would raise their stock, yep. uh, and, and and that could have come directly from uh, you know ordered from the government. Hey, listen, we 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 will we will sell, but we are not selling for pennies on the dollar because of who they are. It, it look at the end of the day, it is a rumor. We we normally don't report on rumors, but I thought that it was such a big story over the weekend that I wanted to take the time to discuss it and take it with a grain of salt. It's coming out, and you're going to start seeing. Several of the big sites start to report on it. PlayStation Lifestyles reported on it first. We know that it came from uh, Lund Lumberjack Ray, who is in the you know leaking community. He's been right. He's also been wrong. Um, uh, but you know what? We're we, you know we've all been right and wrong. That's just the way the business works. Uh, he's been more right in the last twelve months, and he has been wrong. So maybe he's onto something. Only time is going to tell. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be your special edition holiday edition special edition holiday edition the special holiday edition of the xbox lunch break special hopefully you enjoyed yourself enough to of course two things one hit the freaking like button we want to build the show and we're starting to get we just we, we crossed 400 viewers today which is great and that means that the show is growing i'm um, obviously you know whenever we whenever mrs boom and i do launch a new show we're always, you know, we, we got we got to watch the, the the you know the bylines because if it's if it's not getting the views, it's not getting the likes, then why are we doing it? Well, this show it happens to be one that is succeeding. Um, it's growing. Uh, our audience is growing. We started out with a couple of hundred people, and now we're up over four hundred people per show. And we are honestly humbled by the incredible support. Of course, I want to say thank you to all the super chats. But let's get everyone out of here, especially Web Dave. He's got a doctor's appointment, folks. Let's get Web Dave out. <laughs> Dave, listen, first of all, we hope that you're healthy. 
Oh yes, yes, well. yes, yes. It's routine. Um, it's all good. And uh, <laughs> let's 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 talk about your uh, about your incredible interviews. You have basically interviewed all of the bigs in our gaming circle, and you got a big one that just released today of a kid that I think is the complete package. When you talk about not only is a good looking kid, but he's really <laughs> nice. He's a, just a nice, nice kid. Uh, he's a uh, he's as humble as you could possibly imagine, and his talent is really not to be believed and of course i'm talking about three bit uh three bit is currently folks if you could believe this and he said this is why i loved it this is why i love him okay mm-hmm. the other day he, he jumped on to um primetime gaming and so nonchalantly he's like yeah i'm finishing up my work on fable that's all mm-hmm. you know like he's, he's working on fable no big deal yep that is why i love that kid because he's he's humble he's humble yep. he's awesome Talk about it, brother. Sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media. But more importantly, folks, where can people check out your incredible content? Thanks, Boom. I really appreciate that. Um, yes, he was he was an amazing interview. Uh, it is up live uh, as of this morning, so it's there now. And uh, it will be on uh, iTunes and all that probably within the hour. Nice. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's um, he, he was a great interview, and he does talk a little bit what he can talk about yeah with fable he has a lot of ndas and things like that plus there's a lot of other things that he's done um and a lot of other amazing um he's he's a very unique he's a very good and skilled artist there is yep. uh, commercials that play all the time that people will recognize that he works on exclusively and uh the only only thing i can say is aflac <laughs> yeah yeah the digital it. duck that's all him when you see the duck in all those commercials this amazing man does that for he's every right, and like, you know, single and he one doesn't put his stuff out there but he's so humble it's crazy yeah. crazy yeah. so it's a it's a it's a it's like i said it's a really good interview you'll find out a lot about him uh, he, he's an amazing content creator and uh, and he and he gives high praise to you mr boomstick and it's well deserved i get i get him but i blush when he does because i swear i didn't do anything he's the talent not me (laughs) but he he said he reached out to you when he hadn't done anything he just hey he said hey can i come on and talk and you were like yes let's get on absolutely we're we're a welcoming bunch in this and exactly so yes so yeah so it's it's an amazing interview it's it's awesome um and uh everybody on here is, is is been interviewed and there were a lot of good ones and the link is in the description below it's uh outbreak podcast uh dot com is our website uh outbreak uh gamers is the show um a lot of other great videos and stuff up there as well and everybody have a happy and safe halloween yes yes yes, absolutely brother (laughs) i love it i love it thank you so much for that uh dave we'll we'll get you on out of here brother we'll see you next we'll see you on friday friday you're gonna be be a part of the the uh, episode 1000 big giveaway yeah the big giveaway $300 giveaway for Mrs. Boom's birthday bash and our 1000th video for double barrel gaming uh that's a big deal that fuzzy, is fuzzy great deal. costume by the way uh, yeah excellent costume <laughs> great costume now, speaking of fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand brother talk about where can people can find you on other shows more importantly where they can check out your incredible youtube channel dedicated to the ration genre I just want to thank you for having me on here and everybody in the chat. Happy Halloween and congrats to those for the uh, the winnings earlier and congrats to you, Boom. Uh, 
just awesome, awesome growth you, over these these years. And man, I'm I'm just happy that you've given me this this opportunity here. And it's so so awesome, man. But uh man, for anybody that wants to hear my my ramblings on anything gaming, just follow me on Twitter or on YouTube at fuzzy underscore belvedere. Uh you can also find me. Uh, not not tonight, but normally later on on Mondays on FSP at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Fun Speculations channel. And then right back here on Breakfast with Boom at 10 a.m. right on Double Barrel Gaming. And then that's uh, Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. And then later on that evening, Xbox Ultimate on Fun Speculations channel at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then with the time change this weekend, the shop podcast will be on PTK Blam's channel at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think that's like 6 p.m. Arizona time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, look forward to everybody joining us there. But man, can't wait be uh, can't wait to be back here on uh, you know Xbox Lunch Break Special next week on uh, Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right here. Yeah. Thanks so much for that, brother. Great to have you a part of it. And shout out to Justin Sayin in the chat. That's right. Tomorrow. He's making his debut appearance on Double Barrel Gaming, of course, on the Xbox Factor podcast. And we're going to be chatting up a lot of the big topics that we have to talk about. And quite frankly, we're going to have all original time. Nothing we covered here today. All new stuff for tomorrow, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's right. The new episode of the Xbox Factor podcast, introducing a new voice of the community, Justin Saying, will be joining us for the two-hour block of that show. So shout out to him. And, of course, Crazy Lou Gaming, who's had a costume change. And, thankfully, you didn't have a costume malfunction where (laughs) one of your boobs popped out for everyone to see. Uh, (laughs) Tell your brand, brother. Talk about the Xbox International Podcast, where they can check out you and your great cast of characters. More importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media? Oh, man. First things first, happy Halloween. I hope you all enjoy my costume changing. Yes, I love to dress up. You know, it's my thing. I love to do all crazy sort of stuff to make you all laugh and enjoy. <laughs> so, yes, happy Halloween. First things first. Boom. Congratulations on your 1,000 episode, man. I cannot wait to join you guys this Friday. I'm going to hop on there and say what's up on the chat and everything, man. Really happy that you're reaching that 1,000 episode. And also, hmm, congrats to all those winners of today. Man, you guys got your $50. Um. To, to buy whatever game you want, man. Get whatever you want to enjoy it and have fun with it. And where can you find the crazy one? You can find me at Twitter at Crazy Louis Gaming, where I say good morning and say all my cool stuff, you know, do all my dancing and all my fun stuff, yeah. And also, you can find me here at noon, 12 p.m. ET, at Xbox Lunch Break Special here with Mr. Boom, Fuzzy Belvedere, and Web Day talking about what's going on in the gaming world. And last but not least, you can find me on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. at the Xbox International Podcast with my brother, Sour Blow, Simon Cypher, and talking about what's going on in the video game world. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank <laughs> you so much for being a part of this show. And, of course, shout out to the Xbox International Podcast. At, was here and is always here in the chat. So shout out to you and your team over there. You do a bunch of great work. If you're not sub, you should definitely sub them. Want to get them past 1,000 as well. And they are a team of great community members that deserve your sub, uh, your, your, your sub as well as your weekly listen. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Have a great Halloween. Be safe. Obviously, if you have kids, make sure you check that candy because unfortunately – there are a lot of real sick MFs in the world. And the last thing we want to see is any of the kids get hurt. Um, and uh, just be safe. Take your time. Watch for traffic. Don't drink and drive if you're going to parties, folks. Sorry, I gotta be, I'm got i still a popo inside. 
Uh, don't drink and drive. It's going to ruin your life, potentially ruin someone else's as well. And of course, I'm going to close out the show. That was something that's important to me. Hopefully one day, folks, will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me with kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.